Hi and welcome again to the Talking Locks podcast. My name is Adi Balogun of Lockitude and today I'm excited to be sharing with you 7 tips to lock length retention. Thanks as always for the feedback. I can't believe it's already episode 6 of 7 um, of this mini-series. When I started, I was quite nervous about um, dishing out 7 episodes back-to-back and in 7 days. But I guess we're doing quite well so far. Um, lock length and length in your locks is something that everyone usually looks forward to. Because most times we're inspired by people who already have long locks when we're starting out. And we start out so short. And it always seems like it takes forever to get to that point so i'm really happy to be able to give you some tips that can help you worry less and enjoy your locks more while they're getting to the point where you get that length that you want um number one less is more the number one problem with locks is that it is very difficult to get stuff out of it what goes in most times never comes out so Less is more is my watch word. It's really simple and easy. The less that goes into your hair, the better your hair grows, um, the less heavy your hair feels, um, the less buildup you have, the easier it is to manage, the more luscious it is. So um, I think just think about it, less is more. And as I said in the episode where I was teaching you about how to maintain your locks, shampoo, condition, oil is really, really what you need. Less is more. Everything else is jarao. Tip number two, think moisture. When our hair is locked, we tend to get away with um, not doing much to it. And sometimes we abandon it altogether, thereby leading it to be dry. And dryness plays a big role in lock breakage. So when your hair is dry, it literally breaks. Um, combating dryness is key to retaining your already grown hair and what is the way to moisturize your hair what is moisture moisture is literally water so you need to moisturize your hair often so that you can um, retain the length that you want especially for those of us who live in sub-saharan africa where it is hot for most times most most part of the year you really want to moisturize as your hair needs it. If you put your hands in your hair, you can feel that it's dry. So you moisturize with some water and you seal it up with some oils. So that way you're able to retain the hair that you have already grown. Hot oil treatments can also give you a leg up if your locks are extra dry. Tip number three, leave your locks alone. There's something I like to call the hands in hair syndrome, where your hands are constantly in your hair, pulling, checking if it has locked, checking if your roots are a certain way. You definitely want to leave your locks alone because the more you are tugging at them and possibly causing some weakness. Also, there is the need sometimes for us to continue to constantly change our look. You want to braid your locks. You want to put a weave in your locks. You feel like you want to protect your locks. Most times that protective styling actually does more damage. It's best for you to just leave your locks alone. That way you actually retain the most length. When you braid your locks, you tend to put pressure on your edges. Um, you can lose some, some locks in the process. When you have a weave in them uh, for a very long time, you are gathering buildup. When the weave is taken out, if it's not taken out properly, you might have a lock cut here or there. 
Sometimes it goes in the opposite direction of what you really want, which is lock length retention. So please leave your locks alone. Tip number four, no heavy stuff. I already spoke to this in a previous um, podcast on the effect that wax, butters, and generally heavy products have in your hair. Because buildup, buildup causes breakage over time. So just leave the heavy stuff alone. Um, stick to products that more, st- stick to products that have a closer consistency to water and you should be fine. It's also important to note that when you use heavy stuff in your hair, your hair actually does feel heavy and it's not a good, um, it's not a good feeling. Your locks are still hair. And one of the things I like about my hair is that when I'm in the wind, even though my hair is so long, it actually does blow in the wind. You don't want your hair to be kakaraka like cement, you know, or hard. So leave the heavy stuff alone, leave the waxes alone. And that way you would retain length. Tip number five, be careful with the color. So coloring locks is something that is amazingly beautiful and um, it gives you so much to look forward to. It's one of the easiest ways to change up your look and um, I wouldn't lie, it is really beautiful. However, color does damage your locks and let me try and explain this very quickly. Most colors that would show in your hair contain one of two um, ingredients which is hydrogen peroxide and or ammonia um, and these products actually act as bleaching agents so when you're using any dye that says permanent on it the likelihood that it has one of these two or the two ingredients that i talked about is very high so even though the packet doesn't say bleach for that color to get on your hair those agents actually work as bleaching agents and they strip out layers of your hair so they strip out the melanin in your hair and that's what gets the color to show. Once you've stripped out layers in your hair, it means that your hair is of a thinner consistency, which means it's more susceptible to breakage. And it tends to also be much drier. If you have one strand of locks and the tips are colored and the roots aren't, you can feel, 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 feel the locks yourself and you will feel that the ends are always drier, even though they feel, they've gotten the same treatment over time. So um, color does damage your hair and if you're looking to retain length, you really want to be very careful with the color. The other interesting thing about the color damage is that oftentimes it happens a year, two years after you actually put the color in. So it might seem like, oh, you know, what's happening? Why is my hair breaking two years after it's actually that color work? So you really, really need to be careful with the color. You kind of have to choose, do you want length or do you want color? Or would you use a color that doesn't contain any of the active um, bleaching agents and maybe something that would instead make your hair darker and add to your hair as opposed to strip from your hair? These are things that you need to consider. And if you're confused, speak to a loctician or come to Lockitude. Tip number six, keep with a locking method that works for you. Um, Back in the day, um, somewhere in maybe two or three of having my locks, I told my loctician at the point that my roots were not locking. And he decided to switch from palm rolling to interlocking to have my roots instantly locked. I was very happy with the results because, you know, at least they were all together. But I noticed very quickly that 
that part of my hair was much thinner and because of my hair is really fine my hair did not fare well with the interlocking method so um a few months later when i noticed that some of them had things some of them had to be joined together i was upset and he was like oh but you said your hair wasn't locking and i interlocked it and i was like oh i would have been better off with some advice if you had told me that my hair was going to my roots were going to lock eventually i probably would have been patient as opposed to losing some locks and um, all of that so anyway i cite this example because you need to keep a locking method that works for you so that you don't switch from one method to another and then you have like a, a um, thin um, um, bits in the strand of your locks and then one part ends up falling off because it's it's um too heavy for the rest of the the hair or it just looks awkward and then that way you are looking to trim the whole thing so it looks even um basically you need to stick with the locking method that works for you and in that way you can definitely have a better chance of retaining all of the hair that you grow in your locks tip number seven time so the last but not the least tip is time time grows all hair except there's an underlying medical condition um, that you are facing and then maybe the hair might not grow if you have like some really acute alopecia or something but otherwise time grows all hair but before you run off to your doctor looking for medical conditions i must share that there is no particular time in history of my locks that i have felt that my hair is growing I mostly complain that my hair growth is stagnant. However, year on year, I accumulate growth. It never seems obvious, but my locks are definitely growing, even up till now. So take a selfie every now and then and um, do yearly length checks if you really want to. And I'm sure that against all odds, you will see that your locks are growing. Just be patient. One wise naturalista once said, it is not about growing your hair. It is about how you are able to keep the hair you have grown. I sincerely hope that you have found this podcast useful. And I am excited that tomorrow I'm going to be giving you episode 7, the last episode of this mini-series. And we'll see what happens after that. Um, don't forget to subscribe on whatever platform you are listening on. And follow us on social media, Twitter, Instagram and Facebook. We are at Locitude, L-O-C-I-T-U-D-E. Don't forget to keep it locked with an attitude. Bye.